Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Sunday, July 15. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky D'Olivera. And I'm Japheth D'Olivera. And I'm in Michigan this week. Yes. Which is fantastic. I'm loving it. Um, Japheth, go ahead and have a yeah, for us. Yeah, let me pray. Thanks. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you, Lord, for uh, beginning a fresh week. I ask God for a blessing on this week ahead of us. Everything that's going on, I ask God for a new insight as well on this passage. We're beginning uh, an epic passage, Romans chapter 5, and I ask God as we uh, open it up and we read it, uh, maybe see this new creature, this new creation that you're doing in, through us and uh, in us. And uh, we thank you for all that you've done, all that you called us to. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, oh, we're reading Romans yeah. 5, 1 through 11. Yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah, no, you're right. Becky was like, she, she, you looked at me and it's like, I'm, I'm like all over the microphone, all over the, in the wrong place and you're right. Well, I'm just saying you're getting some popping on your knees, yeah. so you need to move your microphone. <laughs> anyway, Romans 5, 1 through 11, English Standard Version. Peace with God through faith. Therefore, since we've been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since, therefore, we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Yes, indeed. All right. So that we, was more upbeat. Yes. Than it's been. It <laughs> took five chapters, four chapters, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's because, uh, well, I, I think it's always been upbeat, but I think it's been upbeat in a different way. I think Paul's been taking us on this journey saying, hey, let me take you to the place where you need to accept what God has called us to. It depends on how upbeat you think circumcision is, <laughs> I guess, which I guess you think it's upbeat. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah. Lucky okay. you. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's focus on this one then. Hey. So the uh, recalibrate question that we have for today is this: When you give your life to Jesus, uh, sorry, when you gave your life to Jesus, either through prayer or baptism, did you sense you were joining a new community? When you gave your life to Jesus, either through prayer or baptism, did you sense you were joining a new community? What does this mean through prayer? Like, how do you just saying, "Hey, I'm giving my life to you"? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think. And this, the, the the tense when you gave your life to Jesus implies that there was some single moment in which you did this that you can remember. Uh, they, I mean, they do could most be. people pray just like the one time, and then that's it? 
No, hopefully not. But there are moments that some people do remember, and there are moments that people just say, hey, you know what it is? Okay, she well, slipped into it, yeah. It's your question, so why don't you or, go first? <laughs> did, it is my did question. Did you sense that you were joining a new community? You know, uh, And I, how did you give your life to Jesus? Was it through prayer or baptism? Which one, which one of those? For me, for me, it was be? baptism. Yeah. Didn't you ever pray before? Because it also feels like a two-step process that probably at some point you would have prayed and given your life to Jesus, and then you have to make all the arrangements to be baptized. Yeah, but I, right? I don't think as a, uh, when I was young uh, and I got baptized when I was about 11, I, didn't, I don't think I actually understood all that prayer entailed. Um, and I didn't understand that actually that I was giving my life entirely through prayer. Um, I think it is possible. I think that's actually does it does take place. But I do believe that baptism is the public confession of what we do when it comes to saying, "Hey, I want to be a follower of Christ, and I want to, I want to actually be along belong to the family of God." And I and I do this just as Jesus did, and symbolically saying, "Hey, we die to the old, we come through, and we we rise to the new." Um, I I didn't realize um, that I belonged to a new community in the sense of, hey, I'm going to belong to this particular thing. But I did feel that I was like Seventh-day Adventist. I did feel that. So, yeah, I did feel like I was a new community. Hmm. Yeah, I really did. In fact, in fact um, my baptism was uh, kind of an epic moment for me. Um, it, was, it was a really good experience. I really enjoyed it. But um, and it was also the person who was baptizing me, who happened to be my uncle. Uh, it was it was his first baptism, which uh, you should always, if it's if it's their person's first baptism, you should always check: have they ever done it before? Do they know How what they're would, doing? If, if it was their first one, why would you check? Have they ever done you, you it should, before? You should, you should ask them: have they practiced? Mm. Did it not go well? No, it went well. I mean, he didn't. He didn't like submerge me and keep me underwater for like forever or anything like that. It was safe, but um, but I don't think the church was really entirely ready for the baptism though either. I remember yeah. walking, going into the water, and just thinking, "Hmm, I'm I'm moving through this Amazon River because there was like cobwebs and all sorts of interesting things in the." You tank. remember so much about yours I do. than I do about mine. I was I was only nine years old. Oh yeah. Um, I'm a more literal person than you are, so uh, I did not sense that I was joining a new community because, in fact, I was part of exactly the same community that I had always been part of. It was just the church that I went to. Oh, yeah. So I didn't have any great feeling of, wow, this is something totally I felt like I was different. Like I was nine there. years old. I think I just felt like, you know, they'd come around to our school and say, who wants to study for baptism? Yeah. And I'd go, oh, me, me. Already? You know, it was, yeah, so... I had to ask we, for it. We did this. I I did have to ask as well, but mm. it seems like they they were always kind of pitching at, at the school, so it wasn't like it was a hard <laughs> thing to do. It was made very accessible. Yeah. Um, no, there's something about that. I think about me with on the stage. You know, they took us up on the stage to introduce us, and I was with this older kind of middle aged couple who were also being baptized. Who they must have been. They must have come into the church through one of those crusades, as they used to call them. Mm-hmm. So they, I don't know. It makes me feel kind With of sad. With that crusade, actually. did they have a horse and uh, and a flag, and they were trotting along? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know this the thing about the new community. Um, it wasn't like everything felt different because I'd been baptized. I've, hmm. For me, nothing has ever felt different following some sort of um, 
religious decision or Hmm. practice. I don't know. It's never felt like, wow, my whole life is different now. Yeah, for me, I I mean, I felt an intensity with it and I felt felt phenomenally connected and I felt, you know, extremely pleased that, uh, that it had taken place. I was really, I was blessed by the entire experience, even though, I mean, I remember this other thing that took place. I remember that that I did get baptized. I was the only kid getting baptized with all these other adults who were getting baptized. And they put me in the changing room, in the preparation room before, and the other people who were getting baptized, I think they were like 9,000 years old, um, and they were all changing in front of me. And that was pretty horrific uh, as a child. And and so note to yourself when you're baptized, baptizing people separate uh, the rooms there but um mm. but i think that for me what was pretty spectacular is that uh that when i came out of the water i actually felt like mm, i i actually did belong to god in a new way and i really yeah, see, did. i was going to say that i thought maybe my feeling was more the result of somebody who's just born into religion and goes to church from like mm. i can't remember the first time i ever went to church or the mm. first time i heard about jesus because yeah. i have always you know, there are certain things, um, but then you're exactly the same in that way as I oh, am. Oh, yeah, no, so I've gone to church my entire way. life. But yeah. I really wanted to belong in a formal way. I really wanted to confess in a formal way. I just didn't understand the prayer thing. I think I way. did too, but I attribute that more to a child wishing to become part of the adult community and that whatever community I had happened to be born into, I would have wanted to do whatever it was, you know, to please the adults and to be a full member. And I don't know, I reflect on that a little bit differently as I get older. Oh, maybe the rite of passage. It means a different, you know, it Mm -hmm. means something different than it would have when I was actually a kid. Yeah. I think for, for what Paul is pulling us through here on Romans chapter five is that he's saying that, look, therefore, since we've been justified by faith, uh, he's trying to say, look, you are a new creation. God has called you. He's pulling you through this. And and I like where he's going to be taking us in this in this chapter. And it's, it's a great chapter. Chapter 5, verses 1 to 11 are, are a superb summary. So we're going to unpack this this week. Think about it uh, today. Uh, when you gave your life to Jesus, either through prayer or baptism, did you sense you were joining a new community? If you haven't given your life to Jesus... Ask yourself, you know, uh, what's holding you back from that as well and, uh, and what that means for you as well. And uh, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.